Chapter 19 is where we've been camping out all week. I want to read, I'm going to read all 11 verses. Um, you know that we've been dissecting each verse every week. I want to just focus on verses 9 through 11, though. But let's, let's get into it. 1 Kings chapter 19, starting with verse 1. And it says that King Ahab told Jezebel everything he had done and how Elijah had killed all of the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, may the gods punish me terribly if by this time tomorrow I don't kill you just as you killed the prophets. When Elijah heard this, he was afraid and ran for his life, taking his servant with him. When they came to Beersheba in Judah, Elijah left his servant there. Mm. Then Elijah walked for a whole day into the desert. He sat down under a bush and asked to die. I have had enough, Lord, he prayed. Let me die. I am no better than my ancestors. Let me lie down under this tree. Uh, and he slept. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord came to him, touched him, saying, get up and eat. He said, Elijah saw uh, near him was a, a, a loaf of bread that had been baked over coals and a jar of water. He ate and he drank and he went back to sleep. Yeah. Later, the angel of the Lord came to him. Deuce. A second time, the angel touched him and said, get up and eat. If you don't, the journey will be too hard for you. So Elijah got up and ate. The food made him strong enough to walk for 40 days and 40 nights. I, I said I was going to hit it and quit it. We going to move on. Uh, but verse 8 really ain't even where we camping out. But I just want to draw this parenthetical thought for you uh, that Elijah had enough strength to walk 40 days and 40 nights. But if we back up to verse 5, I believe it was the word spoken over him that he would be dead by this time tomorrow but God's grace and God mercy he he made it a whole journey you've been worried about the people that's chasing you down and running you down just at their word but God has his hand over your life let's let's keep on going let's let's keep on going let's keep on going let's we I think we at verse nine yeah there Elijah went into a cave and he stayed there all night. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, Elijah, what are you doing here? He replied, I've been very zealous for the Lord Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant. Uh, they've thrown down your altars and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left. And now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. Real, real quick, I just want to use this just as a word of encouragement. Uh, We're going to nip this thing in the bud. I'm going to give you all a sermonette instead of a sermon. Is that all right? I think God already done did his best preaching. But I just want to use as a thought real quick, stand by me. Yeah, stand, stand, stand by me. Can we go back to verse 9? Byron, while we already, we already here. We already in a good spot. Let's just go ahead on and, and get to it. Verse 9 says, there Elijah went into the cave and he stayed there all night. And the word of the Lord came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? What are you, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, this was so bizarre. And so puzzling, right, that uh, 
that the word of the Lord now, it's the Lord that's asking Elijah why it is that he's in this place. He's asking him why it is that he's in this place. And uh, uh, I just I just want you to know real, real quick, it's interesting, though, that sometimes God will ask you a question that God already has the answer to. Here it is in verse 9 that it's the Lord that's asking Elijah why Elijah is in this place. And believe it or not, sometimes God, uh, God isn't asking because God needs to know. God is asking because God needs you to know. And so the first point I just want to drive home uh, is sometimes when you find yourself in places, uh, there's a point to it all. Yeah, there's there's a point to it all. You've been you've been wondering, listen, why am I why am I in this? Why am I facing this? Why am I backed up against this? I'm uh, I'm, I'm 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 facing something that seems bigger than myself. And here it is now. Elijah uh, is questioned by God, not because because God needs the answer, but because God simply wants Elijah to know the truth. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you've been. I don't know what you found yourself in, but whatever you're in, God needs you to know that there's a point of it all. Listen, uh, you might be asking, how did I get here? Why am I here? How did I arrive in this place? And and God's not asking for himself, but God is asking uh, because God wants to make sure, not to make sure that God is clear, but God needs to make sure that you are clear. Don't you dare go through a valley. Don't you dare go through a struggle. Don't you dare go through a storm, arrive in a place and not understand what, what and what, what and why God has you in this place and what it is that you need to get out of it. Somebody just say the point, the point of it all. Yeah, that's the point of it all. If you never want to see this place again, if you never want to see this valley again, if you never want to experience this pain again, you've got to be clear of the point of it all. Listen, God, I'm in it. I'm in it. Uh, I found myself in it, and I'm troubled while I'm in it, and I'm crying while I'm in it. But God, why I'm in it, what is it that you need me to get out of it? What What is it that you want to birth in me? What is it that you need me to give up? What is it that you need me to receive? There's a point. There's a point of it all. He says, why? Why are you here? That's my question for you. Listen, why? Why are you here? And are you where you're supposed to be? There's a Bible verse that says, in all thy getting, get an understanding. We go through things and we never understand what we're supposed to get out of it. God asks Elijah, why are you here? Not because God didn't know, but God needed this simple truth to be revealed to Elijah. Life is one of the best teachers if you're paying attention to the lessons. What you need to know real quick is that nothing you've been through is ever wasted. Nothing you've endured, nothing you've encountered, no pain that's been too great, no loss that's been too sorrowful, um, that it's wasted. Listen, there's a, there's a point for it all. And because nothing is ever wasted, low, we then know what Romans 8 says when it says that all things are working for our good. And so if, if all things are working for my good, Terrence, then there's got to be 
a lesson and a blessing even in the bad things. If all things are working, then God, we expect you to work all things. So everything that I've been through, everything that you've come up against, everything that was a roadblock for you, everything that was a no, everything that was a challenge, everything that was an uphill battle. Listen, God says there's a point. There's a point of it all. You didn't go through it just to go through it. You you didn't suffer just to suffer. You didn't cry just to cry. It didn't walk away just to walk away. It, it didn't die just to die. It didn't crumble just to crumble. It didn't fall apart just to fall apart. It's not difficult just to be difficult, but the point of it all is why are you here listen God what is it that I'm in that you need me to get out I submit to you maybe what you need to get out is the strength you didn't even recognize you had what if what everything that you've gone through was building your muscle what if everything that you've endured was making you better you really would have no clue how how special you are if you didn't have a valley. You you really wouldn't know your own strength. You really wouldn't know your own ability. You you wouldn't know how strong you were until you went through. You you really didn't understand how beautiful the beast on the inside of you was until until you had to wrestle with that thing on the inside that made you better. Listen, the point of it all is to make you is to make you better. What was it that I needed to learn? What was it that I needed to make me stronger? What was it that I needed to make me better? Well, y'all just whisper, it ain't for nothing. Come on, just encourage. Now, you, you, y'all encourage me with that. But now I need you to encourage your own spirit. It ain't for nothing. Yeah. It's a point to it all. For we know that all things are working together for the good. Uh, and since we serve such a good God, can we look at how good God is? Uh, verse 10, not only does God keep Elijah alive, but then on top of that, God lets Elijah talk to him crazy. Y'all got it? Verse 10 says, uh, after God asked Elijah, why are you here? Um, Elijah, Elijah get a little bit indignant. Right? He says, listen, I, I've been very zealous for the Lord. And in other words, God, I've been on fire for you. And here I am now in a place now where I'm, I'm running for my life. And then we look down. He says now that I'm the only one left. This, this statement of Elijah being the only one left, it's not accurate. But this is how Elijah felt. Have you ever had moments in your own life where you felt like it was only you? Have you ever had moments in your own life where you felt so isolated? Where it seemed like, listen, I know you going through low, but you really, you ain't going through what I'm going through. I know, I know you in a storm, but your storm don't look like mine. Elijah has now convinced himself that he's all by himself. Elijah says now, I'm the only one, the only one left. And, and while Elijah feels alone, and while there may be moments where you have felt alone, 
Elijah just that quick has forgotten that he was just in the wilderness. And God led Elijah from the wilderness to the cave. In other words, Elijah went from this place now of being exposed and vulnerable to now to this place of covering and protection. But just that quick, Elijah flips the script and has the audacity to say out of his mouth that, listen, I feel like I'm all by myself. But we, how quick we forget when we arrive at our verse 10 moment in our lives and we feel like it's just us. I just want you to know that it was the same God that provided for Elijah in the wilderness when Elijah was starving to death and had no food to eat, that God sent bread for him to eat. When Elijah was a little bit thirsty, God then sent some water for him to drink in the desert. Elijah is frustrated that he's all by himself when the truth of the matter is Elijah was never alone, but God had been there all the time. And I just want you to know real, real quick, and we about to raise on up out of here that I know that you've been going through, but I just want you to know that God is with you even in your valley. God's with you even in your valley. Point two, God, God's with you even in your valley. Who do you think has kept you alive? Who do you think has sustained you? Who do you think has kept you? Who do you think has looked out for you? Uh, who do you think, who can else can you give the credit for keeping you alive. Listen, every move that you've made, God has kept you when you felt like you were by yourself. Every storm you entered, God has kept you. Every Negro you met, God has kept you. Every door you encountered that God was opened or closed, God has kept you. Every enemy that you came up against, God has kept you. Every relationship that didn't work out the way that you wanted it to, God has kept you. While you've been raising your kids, God has kept you. While you started that business, God God has kept you with tears rolling down your eyes. God has kept you. I just want you to know that whatever you have found yourself in, God has kept you. Don't you ever think that you're somewhere by yourself because God, God has kept you. Elijah's been feeling all by himself, but Elijah's not alone because God, God has kept him. Last thing. God knew that Elijah was discouraged and depressed. And so to combat that anxiety, that discouragement, that depression, what Elijah needs to receive now is this encounter with God. Last verse, and we up out of here. Look at, look at what God tells him in verse 11. I just wanted to get y'all here, right here. Verse 11, it says, the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Last thing I want to leave you with, I know you up against some stuff. Last thing, but just take a stand. Take a take a stand. Yeah, you've got to you've got to take your place. And your place is so that you don't move as the Lord 
is passing by. It, it might not seem like much in verse 11. Byron, let's go back. Verse 11 might not look like much to you. Unless you know Elijah's history coming up. Elijah has now found himself in this very situation simply because he's had difficulty standing. Elijah's been used to to running. But now Elijah's been commanded to stand. There are some things that God has been trying to do in your life. There are some things that God has been wanting for you. And the truth of the matter is God has been wanting it for you more than you've been wanting it for yourself. And the only reason why you don't have the things that God wants for you is because you've spent a great deal running instead of simply taking a stand. I don't know who this is for, but if you want to see what God has spoken over your life, and if you expect to seize what God has for you, man and woman of God, you've got to stop running from it, and you've got to be willing to stand in it. Is there anybody in the room is there anybody on the live that says, I've been running from some stuff, but today I declare that my running days are over. God, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand through whatever. I'm going to stand regardless of what I'm up against. God, I'll stand regardless of what I see. God, I'll stand regardless of what I say. God, I'm going to take my place. I just want to encourage somebody out there. I know that you're tired. I know that you're exhausted. I know that you're hurting. I know it feels like your legs are about to give out. I know your calf muscles are weak. I know your ankles are getting sore. I know your toes aren't working right. But I just need you to stand anyhow. I know your legs are quivering, but is there anybody that will take your place and not allow the enemy to shift you as wheat? But God, we will stand until we see what you promised. God, we will stand until we seize what you said. God, we will stand until you do what you said you would do. He tells them, Go out. Back it up just a little bit. Back that verse up. He said, go out. He's calling him out of whatever he was in. He didn't leave him there. He said, listen, I'm about to pass by. And in order for me to pass by and you get what you need, I need you to move from the place that you've been. And I need you to stand in the place that I'm passing by. You want to feel and see God's glory in your life. Be willing to stand in the right place. And so God, move us wherever you need to move us. God, stand us wherever you need to stand us. So wherever you are, God, we will see your glory 
when you pass by. The Lord tells Elijah to go out. In order for me to do what I need to do in you, I can't leave you where you are. God doesn't leave Elijah where he found him, but he calls him out of the cave and tells him to stand on the mountain. That's, that's good news for somebody that, God, you are calling us out of our places of complacency. God, you're calling us out of the places where we've gotten comfortable and we've become stagnant. And the word of the Lord today is, I'm going to do it, but I need you to come out. Whatever you're in, and you're sensing that God isn't there, come on out. Listen, this is your moment. This is your call to action. As the Lord passes by, come on, will you just stand for Jesus? God, I'm going to stand. God, I'm going to stand. God, I'm going to stand. If the sky that we look upon should crumble and fall, and the mountains should crumble to the sea, this is your moment. I won't cry, no, I won't cry, no, I, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me. Come on, this is your moment. God's calling you out of the darkness. God's calling you out of the wilderness. God's calling you out of your dry place. God's calling you out of that place of anxiety. God's calling you out of that place of stubbornness. God's calling you out of that place of complacency. God's calling you out of that place of defeat. God's calling you out of that place of depression. God's calling you out. And he says, listen, come on, just go out. Just stand. Stand by me. So Jesus, just stand by me. Stand by me. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. Those of you that are watching online, listen, this is your moment. I know you're home chilling, but listen, just stand up, God. We're we going to take a stand for you today. Anybody taking a stand today? Listen, I'm, my stand is going to be, I need to do something different. Scott, you're calling me out. 
God is just filling me up. God, stand. Stand by us. I pray that as we leave this place, that the Spirit of God will give you the courage to stand. As God, you're calling us out of darkness. As God, you're calling us out of the complacency and the dormancy where we've adopted and developed the spirit of running. That God, you give us the power to stand. Stand to see the goodness of the Lord. Stand to see the hand of God over your life. Don't you bow. Don't you bend. But stand to the only wise God that's able to keep us from falling. God, you help us to stand. We pray, oh God, that your presence, your power, and your peace goes before us to lead God and direct us. That God, you you walk beside us, God, to be a guide and a comfort. That God, you go beneath us to uplift us, God, behind us, to protect us. And God, you go above us to transform us. In the name of Jesus, come on, somebody just declare, stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Just as long as you stand. Stand by me. Hey, Doc, I thought I thought for a second, I know you told me the song, but I thought for a second you was going to go somewhere else, though. Uh, what was what I, uh, yeah, I don't got no voice on that. What's up? It's gone. I thought he was going somewhere else. Listen, Doc, I thought you was going to go somewhere else, Pastor. I thought, you know, when he said the point of it all, I thought, you know, you know, my, my, you, you was ready, you was ready to? Uh, that's the wrong key, though. Uh, 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 what's the key for that? What is the key for that, sir? Hold on. Hey, y'all, listen, this is totally my fault, my fault. Can I have everybody's attention real, real quick? My fault, my fault. Real quick, y'all listening? Y'all listening? Everybody, everybody, everybody. Real, real quick. 
I completely forgot to apologize. See, I told you I was just 